Hello and welcome to a deep and meaningful conversation. You are listening to Anthony Brown. Today I want to talk about divinity and the fact that I believe everyone is an expression of the divine creator gifted with a spark of divinity. In order to harness this potent force, one must activate their will. You can be gifted with intelligence and change nothing without activating your will. Your will is the driving force of change. To be honest, I need to work on my own will. I've had so many ideas that remain dormant because I simply have not activated my will. How does one activate their will? According to an article written by Larry Q, published on the smartbrief.com website, to activate your willpower, you must be able to remind yourself why it's important for you to do something. Meaningless tasks will not activate your willpower. When you find a way to keep the juices flowing, it's a potent reminder that you are working on something important and are committed to a goal. Very interesting. I would agree that finding the why in your action is very important in the process of activating your will. Understanding your cause for action gives you purpose and with purpose you give birth to meaning. If you do not believe your life has meaning, then you could run the risk of becoming careless, hopeless, and taking it upon yourself to focus on the lives of others. Willpower is a very interesting force. And going back to the quote that I just mentioned, If, if there is no purpose, if you're strong in your action toward meaningless tasks, then it means that you can have a strong will without a purpose. You can have the willpower to manifest nonsense in your life, to manifest things that don't necessarily bring you happiness but they just bring you a sense of immediate fulfillment how do i determine what brings me happiness in comparison to a quick fix I would say whenever I am carrying out a task that brings me joy long-lasting inner joy 
through the action is my determining factor as to whether I'm carrying out an action which is aligned with my own happiness as opposed to a quick thrill which could just be simply I don't know to be honest I don't have all the answers but the interesting thing I find that the willpower it does have to be taken upon yourself to activate your willpower because I realize that I always not always but there are many times when I've relied on external forces to activate my willpower you know listening to motivational speakers or listening to motivational music in order to activate my will whereas if I'm using these external resources am I really activating my own will with my own will if I have to depend on external things how am I going to function independently do I really need to listen to motivational speakers or motivational music in order to carry out an action? So does that mean that whenever I need to do something important, I'm going to turn on a motivational speech? Hmm. Doesn't make sense, does it? And I found that in the past, I've actually allowed myself to get in that situation where I've just switched on a motivational speech before carrying out an action that is important to me and then I got to the point when I realized that it doesn't make sense why am I using these speeches to motivate myself if I can't take it upon myself to carry out the action that is required by myself then it's pointless it means I'm not really carrying out the task someone else is always pushing me to carry out the task and that is not going to help in my evolution of consciousness there are people there are guides there are teachers who can help you understand and motivate you but to depend on them prior to every important action is not the solution for me and so I've essentially abandoned 
motivational speakers. There are times when I when I do listen to motivational music, but it hasn't been a crutch. It hasn't been a dependency. It's just been an occasional thing. But motivational speakers are completely removed. Remove those speeches from my life diet, so to speak. And attempting to rely on myself to activate my own will. And what I found is that it is a struggle, but eventually you get to the point when you realize that you're the only one who loses out if you don't take the action. So I struggle to take action, but I still do take action. So I'm not going to stand up here and pretend that because I'm speaking to you on this podcast that somehow I have this unyielding willpower to manifest anything in my life and then I have no struggles because that's simply not the case. Manifesting willpower is not an easy task. Your intuition can give you so many dreams, but without the will and the action, nothing is going to happen. And so it is finding the joy because most of my, most of my enjoyable experiences have been amazing. And I've come from my intuition. You know, when I think when I think about the truly happy moments of living my dream, it it kind of it helps it it recharges itself in the sense that when you do something, when you carry out an action, when you fulfill your dream and live in your dream, you are recharged by the energy you get from carrying out those actions that make you happy. And it sort of is a ripple effect in the sense that the energy that you're generating generates more positive energy more beneficial energy rather I don't want to use the word positive in the sense that I am attempting to ignore the negative I'm using positive in the sense of referring to energy that benefits your being and when you are carrying out you know when you're manifesting your intuition you are harnessing beneficial energy to your being nourishing energy is more appropriate
nourishing energy. Very interesting. This reminds me of a conversation I had with my friend Jordan, who was talking about action and referring to some of the events that take place in the world which can cause frustration and inspire one to think that is necessary to carry out immediate action to seek revenge for the ones who have caused pain to others and although immediately one might find that they are satisfied with finding resolve in revenge but the energy that's generated from those actions whether it be violence doesn't actually nourish your being in the long run it might give you a immediate sense of satisfaction because you've been able to avenge some injustice in the world but it hasn't able it hasn't actually nourished who you are as a person and so it draws down your energy level and brings you back to or brings you down to base and then you're not operating from the heart frequency you are then operating from a lower vibrational frequency outside of your heart space which then drags down your energy and then puts you into a cycle of dark energy and if you look in the world today clearly it is run by dark forces and so those dark forces behind human faces are trying to with all their willpower keep human spiritual entities in a dark space so they don't tap into their true power and manifest their heart energy force that's clearly the case for me because an endless situation of wars in the world endless strife struggle where where does it all come from it's darkness darkness is shrouding humans in a state of hate resentfulness and constantly in a state of vengeance and seeking to fight and bring forth violence upon another human being and it's a cycle an endless cycle that doesn't actually generate any 
nourishment in the world and bring forth happiness on a grand scale. If everyone took it upon themselves to vibrate on a frequency of hate, the world would just continue down a spiral of violence and decay until there was nothing left. And so that's the proof that an endless cycle of darkness leads to death and destruction, whereas a cycle of nourishment and creativity and an expression of the heart space leads to creation and happiness. Not to say that destruction is not necessary at times, but an endless cesspit of destruction clearly leads to more sadness and misery in the world, which we have our full cup's worth at the moment. It is sad at the moment, isn't it? The situation that's taking place. Why don't people actually attempt to live from a true space within themselves? Why are we so quick to jump into hate and jump into grudges? So many people have a short fuse. So many people are very quick to hold a grudge against you. And that's it. The moment you do one thing wrong in their eyes, you've been blacklisted. And that's it. You're cut off from their friendship. And they no longer want to see you or converse with you ever again. And then their only interaction is a sense of resentment and revenge. And so the only energy that they're emitting around themselves is a sense of revenge and grudge, grudgeful energy. Which is a very, which is a very nasty um, vibration. It's, it's a very toxic. If, if you've ever been around someone who's full of grudges, it's a stale, um, cess pit, um, toxic sewage-like energy. That's probably the best way I could explain it. Because they haven't been able to find it within themselves to forgive others. And they haven't been able to find it within themselves to actually just let go. You don't really need to keep holding on to the grudges and to the actions of others. 
let go of what they did. How are you going to continue holding that grudge? What is it you're trying to prove that you're better than someone else because you believe they crossed your moral line and so that's it now, they're banished forever and so you go along life always emitting this grudgeful energy to all those around you who do something in your eyes that is wrong. That means that you essentially will always be in a situation of giving out dark energy and you, and then you're just adding to the destruction in the world but the moment you say you know what I'm just gonna let that one go I'm gonna forgive that person for what they did within themselves forgive the other person in your own self so you can release that energy of hate and then it doesn't actually mean that you have to always you have to go back and be that person's friend again it just means that you're going to release that energy of hate and grudge within yourself in order to liberate your own self from the darkness within that's it it doesn't mean you just say okay you know what yeah you done me wrong Okay, let's be friends again no it doesn't have to be that way I'm just talking about releasing your own and no releasing your own grudgeful energy and allowing yourself to let go of those grudges to liberate your own self yeah so to summarize you know, I would say that it's realizing that you are an expression of the divine, activating your own will, finding meaning and purpose by finding the why to your actions, and then trying to live a more nourishing life a non-toxic life by letting go of the debris and grudgeful energy that could hold you back from actually harnessing and truly manifesting your will because you are holding on to dark forces and dark energy frequencies inside yourself so it's very interesting that that's come up and i think that that's come up for a reason in order to truly harness your will you have to let go of the darkness within yourself in order to bring about a positive change in the world you have to let go of the darkness not the negativity the darkness the grudgeful energy, the hate, let go of that and then you're able to manifest 
your true self. And I think I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much, everyone. You've been listening to Anthony Brown. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And I hope you're able to find a true aspect of who you are. Thank you.